are listening to an Atomic Broadcasting production. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the feature presentation. And remember, do your part, such as like, comment, rate, and don't forget to tell a friend to tune in for an Atomic Time. Now, where did we leave off? Ah, yes. Hamir split away from the others to search upstairs for his daughter, hiding himself in a private room. Meanwhile, as Hubert searched the building's library, Zephyr walked in on him just in time to see a creature poised to attack. We, we've, we've seen across the Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't yeah. don't spoil it. We won't. We won't. We don't okay. do spoiler reviews here. That's no. Fair. So okay. in the very last minute, me and Sven, at least I think just the two of us and Nolan over there in the corner have all seen <laughs> across the Spider Verse. <laughs> I know this dates the episode again, but we've done that before. Um, Sven, what were your thoughts? I honestly like. I I watched the first one. Right. What? I watched the first. Why would you watch the first <laughs> one before the second? <laughs> oh know? my goodness. I watched the first Spider-Man. I loved it. I thought it was a great new take on the story, the Spider-Man story. The second one, you know, sometimes the second movies don't quite hit the hype of the first one. This one almost far exceeded. I wouldn't say sometimes. I'd say most of most, the time. You're right. See, most of the time. just aren't the same. This one, though? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I loved it. I, I love the cinematography. I yes. love the, 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 the music. Oh, the music. Well, I think part of it, they had three directors for it. Really? Yeah, so they handled different parts of the movies as far as I'm aware. They worked really well together. I thought so, too. I um, didn't know this about the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man sequel. Um, but no, I loved the art style. Yes. They, they went to multiple universes, and the art styles changed completely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a spoiler. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. called Across the Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, the music... The music changed for where they were. They had they different did. instruments in different styles. Moonbatten was amazing. The last like fifteen to twenty minutes of that movie had me on the edge of my seat. Like, yes. it was just like what? What? It, what? It's, it's not ah! always easy. You know, way I said to make a sequel better, but like mm-hmm. to make a sequel that is a part one <laughs> of a part two and make it feel like I might think it's better than the first one, oh, even yes. though the story is not complete yet. Oh yeah, is crazy. So I mean, that's what happened amazing. with Star Wars. The Star it, Wars episode. Five. It, it, like, it's very cool, and I'm glad that it's good, but it just means in part two they can fall flat on their face, and it ruins part one. It I, is true. It is true. I hope not. I truly hope not. I sincerely hate part one movies and part two movies. Like Even if they're good, I, just, I, I don't like them. Like Just make the movie. So you want to watch like a five-hour movie? I, yeah. If it's good, I would sit down and watch a five-hour movie. What if it's not good? Then I sat down and watched a five-hour movie, uh, and I didn't like it. I think there are examples of ones that kind of do that mm-hmm. really well. I mean, like, while I'm not huge on a lot of the MCU stuff, they had Infinity War stood on its own pretty well yeah. for being a part one. Well, so sequel baiting, in my opinion, is different than having a part one and part two. Where, uh, like, Infinity War was a part one of was two. technically, but it still felt like it told a complete story, and then when it picked up the next time, yeah. it was like I, that. I think this one did a good job of mm-hmm. several... Uh, most there's like like if you had like i'd say 80 maybe 70 percent of kind of some stuff they set up was paid off by the end of the movie yeah they had enough left over to keep going into the second to keep paying off more stuff they did also announce the movie as a A two-parter yeah yeah that helps like dune uh like it's not like you went in and was like oh it's a two-parter which i know you feel the same way about dune part one 
too much Zendaya. <laughs> I still don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, like, I really, really wanted to like Dune Part One, and I still bounce back and forth on if I like it or not. But well, hopefully, with the it. hopefully with the second part, it'll be a nice long, complete movie. Mm-hmm. Um, as long yeah. as they truly close up the story, because I don't mind having a two part movie or a two part story. Actually, is a better better way of phrasing it. I don't mind a two part story if they truly keep it to two parts and just close it up. Yeah. Well, because like I said, I don't mind sequel baiting i just i want my movie to be a movie and where i don't have to wait six months to watch another one to mm. get closure fair enough I, and it, i think it's just you have to keep in mind the fact of the time it takes to make these movies nowadays no and i know yeah. And yeah. i fully understand that yeah i think yeah. streaming services have really ruined our uh our perception of creation of content they have because now everybody just dumps a whole series of like 10 hours of content all at once and you know you, you got to keep up the hype you got to wait you got to yeah. stay patient it's even like with a podcast you know every week it comes out and it just brings the hype of what's going to happen next speaking of which we left off at a really interesting moment last time I believe somebody was in a really sticky situation. Ah, yeah. Hey, Mir, you are <laughs> hiding in a closet upstairs. <laughs> I'm getting real tired of this. Hey, Mir's going to leave. I as, think his patience is running out. As you're standing up, you know, kind of stretching out your stiff legs from just kind of crouching behind a box for like 10 minutes, you hear the door latch on the bedroom door oh. open. He will... He will slink back <laughs> and wait <laughs> and watch. So you can't see into the room from the closet. Are you going to kind of sneak around the corner so you can see in? Yeah, at this point, I'll start moving in. Okay. Go ahead and make me two checks. I need a stealth and a perception. Not again. I've already rolled my stealth. Just keep my really high stealth. This is a new person. I feel like this should be a secret roll. <gasps> Jenkins. Bottle cap. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Okay. Wait. Oh, you rolled really so, well too. Yeah. Go ahead and do that as your perception, and I'll roll your secret stealth. I rolled two rolls. Oh, use the good one for your perception. Twenty-six. Okay. He rolled the blue dice. So, Hamir, you slink out of the closet and around the corner like a snake, and you're like at the doorway to where you can look around into that workshop room. And into the room walks a woman who appears to have elvish blood, though she doesn't seem to be full elf. And two other women, both of them are wearing masks that are like blue lizards. Oh, boy. All right. I have to decide how to do this. Wait, are the women lizards or are the masks the lizards? <laughs> the masks are of lizards. Yeah, wait. Oh, okay. wait. They're all wearing masks. The woman is not. The, okay. the elvish woman is not. There are two women with her that are wearing masks of blue lizards. Okay. Hamir's going to step in and just kind of be like, Daith. That was her name, right? What was her name? Daitha. Daitha. <laughs> Yo, Daitha. <laughs> My uh, homegirl. He's going to... Daitha, I and, presume. And all three of them just turn and look at you. The two in masks, like, raise up their hands suddenly, like, in... Combat stance? Yeah, not like a martial arts combat stance, but more like they're ready to do something. They but, don't know what yet. Yeah. But the the unmasked, like, elvish woman just looks at you calmly and is like, Can I help you? I'm uh, looking for someone I was told you might have seen her recently. 
Hamir, I presume? Uh, he'll take off his mask. He's like, yes. And he's like, I'm not here to cause trouble. I just want to find her. You and your daughter have the same tattoo. <gasps> so you did see her. Where is she? I think I might be the one asking the questions here. Where did you get your tattoo? What? The tattoo. It's a family thing. Ah, my, I didn't want to get it, but my wife said it would be good to keep it going. My daughter has the same. That explains a lot. Please, take a seat. And she gestures to a chair. I'd rather stand if I could. I don't want to cause trouble, but I don't want to be at your mercy either. Very well. She kind of makes a dismissive gesture with her hands and the two women who are wearing the like lizard masks kind of like just relax and just kind of take a couple steps back. So what's going on? What is this? This? This is my workshop. I don't care about that. Where's my daughter? Unless this has something to do with her, in which case I would appreciate an answer. Oh, no, no, she doesn't have any proclivity for the type of work that we're doing here. She came to me and asked for some information. Uh, don't worry, she's not involved in any of this. And she just gestures broadly around her. Well, that's good, I suppose. What did she come to ask you for? Where's she going? Do you really want to know? That's all I want to know. I sent her on to Sojourner's Rest. Sojourner's Rest? Isn't that a tavern? Or an inn that we stayed at? It's a settlement in the Grungir Forest. Oh. Everything leads to the forest. Not the yet, buddy. It is a normal settlement. It is not the <laughs> Fey City. Well, forest, that's a dangerous place. What is she wanting there? she looking for? That? I promise not to tell you. Wait, you promised her not to tell me? She nods. Does she know I'm looking for her? She doesn't know, but she had wondered. Alright then. Uh, out of curiosity's sake, before I leave, what, what is this stuff? You seemed willing to tell me a second ago. She picks up one of the crystals off of a workbench. Spirit stone. I presume you'd seen some before. Spirit stone? Uh, oh. Wait, are those are little spheres? <laughs> yes, it's the same substance that uh, Alward has for that was given to him. Yeah, it's on I've the seen... Tip of my staff. Yeah, I've seen some of those. I might have delivered one before. I'm not one for spirits. I got too many of those. <laughs> It's a, it's an interesting name for a most curious substance. Has all manner of uses. <laughs> Hamir kind of grabs at his chest for a second. And uh, on his arm, there's like that bulging, like something moving underneath it again. Are you feeling unwell? Um, not, a, not any worse than I normally feel. So, so what does that do, that stuff? It will become clear in time. Ah, oh. all right. One of those. 
he kind of clutches at his arm again. As uh, the skin kind of starts to part. As what did you describe that thing as? Like a carapace covered sort of like insectile arm. But it's like on the scale of human. Yeah, that starts coming out of like the adjacent to my elbow. And Hamir kind of lets out a yelp. Just like, ah! ah. Both, both of the women with the masks kind of like stagger back a bit, but Daitha just seems completely unfazed. So yeah, so he's kind of feeling that, and some of the mist kind of starts coming out of his mouth a bit like it had before. My, it looks like you have been tampering with things well beyond your understanding. I, uh, just, uh, end means to an end. I'm sure you tell yourself that. What's that supposed to mean? Those who dabble in power without understanding soon find themselves the instruments of power. I've been a puppet long enough. I don't intend to let this get farther than that. Indeed. Well, I, uh, this has been great now, but I think I need to get going to that place was sojourner's rest sojourner's rest right i'll be making my leave now are you though and with that we'll cut back down to what's happening downstairs come on wait downstairs that's rude and uber could you go ahead and make me a perception check for your initiative role sure That's not good. Eleven. I'm cool. caught in cool. a trap. So let's go ahead and pick this up. As Zephyr, you've looked into the room. You've seen this thing on the ceiling. It's just getting ready to let go of the ceiling, but it hasn't done so yet. I'll give you a quick description just so you can kind of visualize what this thing is. It's like a scrawny humanoid figure rendered entirely in stone with the classic like bat wings of a gargoyle and like clawed fingertips and in the front of its head is a large blue gemstone well that doesn't seem too bad and you go first lovely you should just close the doors see i thought about that but i <laughs> just not my problem how oh you mean close the door and just please <laughs> um our it's open. <laughs> would would door closing be a part of action economy? Yeah, it would be an you interact action to close the door. Okay, then I'm not going to do that. How far mm. away is he? Uh, he is 25 feet away from you when you take into account that he's on the ceiling. No, I mean, how far is Sven? I mean, oh. Uver. I mean, lacrosse. Uh, Lycos. But Uver works. <laughs> Uver is 25 feet away from you as well because he is on the ground. Okay, perfect. I am going to run directly at him. And I am going to, at that 25-foot mark, just slap him in the back, not even going to say anything, and cast Shattering Gem. Nice. And that's all I can really do. <laughs> <coughs> what? 
as you reach out and you tap Uver in that oh, crystal. Oh, I slap him. As you slap Uver, <laughs> and the crystal begins to just formulate around him and begins hovering around him. Uver's, like, reacting in shock, as we heard. And this creature just drops out of the ceiling and makes a swipe at Uver on its way down. Uver, what's your armor class? 18. That's a critical hit. But the crystal. You gotta make the crystal roll. Go ahead and roll that interposing crystal check for me, Petit. That is a natural 20. Nice. So the gem blocks the attack. So this stone creature drops out of the ceiling with this devastatingly accurate claw. It's like right about to go at Uver's neck, and the crystal just slides in the way, and the gargoyle creature just slashes through the crystal. It worked. 26 damage absorbed by that crystal. Oh, my gosh. And that means it shatters. That's crazy. It does. Twenty six. Yep. I take twenty one. Ooh, is that bloodied? Are you bloodied? Uh, Not yet. But how much damage does it take? One d eight slashing. All right, go ahead and roll your slashing damage, and I'll make my reflex save. I'm almost bloodied. You are a tanky wizard. I got fifty HP. Tanky tanky wizard. What's your DC? Uh, I believe it's nineteen. So a regular success, so I'll take half damage. Three. And the shattering crystal, like, sparks off of the hardened outside, and it doesn't seem to do much damage. He probably took none. I said some, maybe one. And then it will turn to Zephyr with its other claw and swipe out at him. (laughs) Good luck. Oh, he needed it. He misses. You never know, they might be taking prisoners. It might not kill you guys. And then he is going to hop up on the desk next to Uber and just kind of walk across the books and interpose himself between. So Uber is between this creature and Zephyr, trying to get distance from Zephyr. It is now Uber's turn. Okay, where the heck is this thing? It's up on the desk, but it's like right next to you. Uber is going to look uh, just... Look at Zephyr after taking that massive blow. Thank you, but we need to run. And he's going to cast Warp Step. Run into the crowded oh, area. <laughs> what? Just going to run what, away from me? I was just laughing at Petite's reaction. <laughs> You're just going to leave me? Well, I can't help you too much. How do you know? You might have the one thing it needs to kill it. I can't take another hit, you buddy. Roll recall knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I can after I'm out of harm's way. <laughs> Do it now and then run away. And yeah, he's going to run towards the door, which is still open. Yep. With warp step, you'll be able to get out into the hallway, and if you should choose to do so, right up next to Neros and her guard. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, like right there so I can still see in. Okay, so like n- through the door, but still visibility into the library. Right. Okay. And he is going to cast Recall Knowledge. Not cast Recall Knowledge. <laughs> I cast Recall Knowledge. <laughs> I cast hit. Recall Knowledge. Hyperfixation. Now. <laughs> the the look on your face does not fill me with hope. Okay, so this is a standard gargoyle. They're commonly created by wizards as like guardians and everything. Why this one is here, you don't know, but it's like a standard gargoyle. It's a level five creature. 
What, what if this is like just like a like a like they set the guard, they set the alarm of like if anyone comes in this room, so if you guys just leave, it just stops. Ow! <laughs> and you have a question. Oh. Resistances or immunities? Which one? Oh. Uh, <laughs> can't have both. Immunities. Man. So it's got standard construct immunity. So it's immune to bleed, death, disease, doom, drain, fatigue, healing, mental effects, necromancy, non-lethal, paralyzed, poison, sickened, and unconscious. Does that include frightening? Frightened? No. That's yes, that's a mental, mental effect. Mental. That's a mental effect. Wait, wait that, that was resistances? That was Those immunities. immunities. Immuni- oh, so no charm. I don't want to charm the gargoyle. Ah, uh, that's my turn. <laughs> Zephyr, I have, I, have, I have faith that you can run. Albert, you're out in the main, main room talking to folks, right? Uh, kinda. You're making your way towards the library? He's kind of shell-shocked. Yeah, well, I'm sort of, if I remember right, I sent him to the library, but and I was like going to go talk with people, but I'm probably waiting, like keeping an eye out for them. But I don't know if I'd be right there. So right about in the middle of the main yeah. room. Yeah. So Alward, due to all the crowd, hasn't noticed Uver running out yet, but Neros, you have. If you would like to react, you may do so now. I don't know. You might ruin your chances with this guy. <laughs> yeah. Does the guard notice too? Does the guard, the guard has his back to the library? <laughs> That's oh. true. Send the guard. This in. has been established. Yes, oh, I man. did. I did talk to him, so his back was turned to the staircase. That's great. Um, just look at him, just eyes wide, it's like, um, would you pardon me for one moment? <laughs> and the guard's like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, don't, yeah. Don't and, worry, I'll be back. And he kind of just. Straightens himself back up and goes back to guarding. <laughs> Looks kind of disappointed, but you know. I said I'd be I. back. <laughs> um, I'll be back, Donnie. Talking is a free action. Yes, so you have freely spoken to the guard and told him he'd be back. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in a really awkward spot. You are. You can see Uver and you can see into the library, but you can't see any of the action that's happened in the library because that's all off around the corner in that room. You know, just me dying. Actually, I'm going to try and send the guard away. Which I, way? Away. Away. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask him if he can go get me another drink and see if he'll leave. And due to the amount of time you spent talking to him and the rapport that you've developed, he's like, yeah, I'm sure that's fine. And he's going to head off towards the dining room to go get a drink. Okay. Dang, should have done that for the stairs. I didn't know him. She's been talking to him for 15 minutes. <laughs> Rubbing his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I tore that one two weeks ago. <laughs> Give him a carry, little, carry little that shoulder massage. That heavy drink with those strong arms. <laughs> My highly detailed musculature. Um, I got you a two liter, man. There you go. <laughs> don't know if I need a two-liter of alcohol. But now, thanks. I will say the talking was a free action, but he won't be gone until the end of your first action. So if you like start moving or doing something in that first action, he will witness that. That's true. I want to delay. Ooh, solid right. play. Golf, golf claps. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious or not. Zephyr? I don't know if I should be offended or not. No, it was a good play. So Zephyr... nothing else you can do anyway. Zephyr doesn't have a lot of options. I mean, he has a bunch of options, but none of them would actually benefit him. I am going to run to the door. As we have established, it is exactly my speed, 25 feet. 
close the door (laughs) (laughs) and then just nonchalantly walk past Uvere. Ah, so you just start whistling. (laughs) Yeah. The return of the nonchalance. (laughs) Exactly. That is exactly what I'm going to do. How to escape a gargoyle 101. So you run out of the room, you close the door, and then you nonchalantly start walking down the hallway. Exactly. Such a good image. Uver, you're still by the library door. Don't it is now your turn. <laughs> Uvera is just going to, like, be frozen, staring at the door for a moment. And then he's just realizing that this thing that can obviously smash the door if it wanted to has not. Just takes a step back. Um, and then kind of shakily turns towards Zephyr and Neros and says, uh, d- did anyone have like a healing potion or something? And perhaps something that can cover this? And he motions to the giant gash probably in his costume clothes. I take off my corset. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of work, man. That takes That's a lot, lot of work. Of work. To That's, take off a corset. That's it, like two have you action. ever taken that's off a corset? Is it ribbon? Before? It's a man corset. Why are you taking it off? Are we still in an initiative? To cover up his. Are you? Oh my gosh, Jordy. <laughs> I don't know. You're the GM. I you take tell off my me. corset and I just. I'm not going back in the library. Are I you s- making Are you making measured time or are you relaxing in the hallway? It's up to you. I make. Well, I'm doing it as quickly as Poss- human. As fletch, fetchlingly I, possible. Second, first question though. Does anybody have a healing potion? Yes, I do. I have good, I have three. It, do you want a lesser or a minor <laughs> what healing potion? What does one do? One heals more than the other. Uh, I I am almost at half capacity of my fighting strength. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. In half there. of my blood is gone. Half of my blood <laughs> is gone. You can have my lesser healing potion. Thank you. 2d8 plus something. I don't mean to jinx you, Sven, but for the sake of tension, I want you to roll low. For the sake of your character living, I need you to roll high. 13 plus... 5. Is it 5? It is. Okay. So 18. Nice. Neros comes prepared. I do. I'm now just two below, Max. I give you the shirt off my back. (laughs) She gives you a drink. One helps significantly more than the other. Technically, it's not your shirt. It's a corset. That's also true. I exit the hallway with less clothes than I started with. And Uber exits the hallway with more clothes than he started with. <laughs> Can digitation make it look better? It can clean it up, but yeah. it wouldn't be able to like repair the cloth. So the corset was a good idea. Okay, it would clean the blood. I wanted my cord. I'm gonna press to digitate his blood. That works. (laughs) And as you're finishing up the cleanup cover-up procedure with the press to digitation with the corset, the guard comes back and he's got a drink in each hand and he's like, "Are you guys like still like talking or have you been like aware and like making sure?" Uh, pardon me. Uh, 
I had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> oh. That happens, it happens. Um, do not go into the, the library. There was no sign. Um, Is there a problem with the library? Well, it's very disorganized. I mean, I don't know where anything is. Oh, well. See, I have a trouble I have trouble with with books. I'd better take a look. No, and he walks no, up to Nero. I just said don't go to the library. And he's like, library. "Miss, would you mind holding these?" Um whom I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the name's Freya. Ah, Miss Freya, yeah. he winks at you. Would you hold these? Vera <laughs> <laughs> just kind of looks at Zephyr like, "Why would you Never mind. Am I sending him in there? I tried to keep him from going in, but it's he wants to. You. you could just pull him back to you. I could. Uver just like looks at Zephyr, looks at uh, Neros, and just like, uh, I I think I need to go get a drink as well. And just kind of walks away. <laughs> I I go with you. Thought of something. Oh. Um. So, as he goes to hand me the drink. And he's like heading toward the library. I like stop him. It's like, hold on, hold on. I know that one. And he loves libraries. And he's probably made a mess. It's probably all it is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with it. It's. It's not worth your time. Well, I mean, got to make it look like I'm doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just like open the door, shove him in, and then close the door? I, 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 he wants to go in. I'm not sacrificing the guard to the gargoyle. Have you really made a bond with this man? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. No. Neros just doesn't want suspicion to land on us. Us. Fair. Well, we didn't do anything. I know, but <laughs> it's kind of weird that you guys come out of the library and then you're like, don't go in there. Well, yeah, that was, was my bad. <laughs> I, I own up to that. But <laughs> well, too late. What's his name? We don't know. He I is want him man to with appear, biceps. Yeah, he appears in the credits as guard with biceps. Love guard it. with biceps. That's what his guard name text is. Save, save guard with biceps. Guard with biceps. Wib's life is in your hands. What? Who? What? Guard with biceps. Guard with biceps. Neros knows what she has to do. So Gwib has handed you the two drinks and you're like, wait, you know, you don't have to. And he's like, well, got to make it look like I'm doing my job. And he's turning around to head to the library. Um, I'm going to set the drinks on the table that previously I set a drink or set a glass on. And I'm going to grab him by his shoulder, Kiss turn him. around and plant one on <laughs> Do it. <laughs> to save this man's save life. Save the muscly man. <laughs> Gwib is surprised. But he does not resist. <laughs> it was super effective. It was super He's in a daze. is no longer attempting to go to the library. Oh, Neros. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> More like, oh, severe. 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 That's Why? All right. You can call me that. <laughs> Would I notice them walking away now? Oh, yeah. As this is happening with Gwib and Neros in the hallway, Zephyr and Uver have walked by, and Alward, you easily notice that suddenly Zephyr is no longer wearing a corset. And then <laughs> you notice that Uver is wearing a corset and his shirt is torn. I'm going to just take a mental note of that. Actually, no, I'm going to follow them. Because Alward already thinks something is up, and he needs to know if something is up. Would you like and to join us happened. at the quiche table? 
I think I need a drink. You've already had three vodkas. (laughs) (laughs) We established that the rest of them were virgin cocktails. Yes, one vodka, two virgin cocktails. Thank you. Uh, I can't read. I don't know what drinks are. (laughs) This could be a little tart for all I know. It's not a quiche. (laughs) You haven't been eating quiche this whole time. It's a raspberry tart. (laughs) Um, So why, why is he wearing your... There was an incident in the library. What kind of incident? Uh, There was a gargoyle. It didn't come out of the library when we ran out, but it it hits hard. What time is it? It is now 7.40. I close my eyes and listen for the mark. How far away can you get away from your thing that you placed? A hundred feet. I think you hear crowd noises. That's what the subtitles read, crowd noises. Mm. It's it's very obvious, I think, that they know we're here and they know who we are, at least the ones who need to. I don't know if it's safe for us to stay, but if we leave now, we won't get any information. We also, if we leave now, then we're leaving Hamir. I think we Honestly, should stay. Honestly, he would do the same. I, I think we should stay, he, just he, don't go to other rooms. I think it'll be fine. Since whenever they turn on us, we're in the middle of a crowd. Has anybody alerted Nero's to this? <laughs> I'm sure she is aware of the fact of what uh, happened. I, 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 I turn, peek around. It looks like she's very preoccupied right now. She's saving the god's life, I think. She's doing a little more than that, I think. Uh, it's the kiss of life. This is the longest, <laughs> the longest kiss I've ever seen. <laughs> Zephyr's just staring. Ufair <laughs> just glances back and just... If, if you can see under his mask that he's still wearing, his eyebrows just go up and down. <laughs> I would like to interject. The mask that you described for us at the beginning, Abby, I don't think that that mask would allow for kissing while being warm. Hey! I think I think that it would be a, just a, a kiss, but the mask would like push up just a little bit. Just a little. I think like it enough works. for the I think nose it works. to. So I think I think she's got the mask kind of offset, so it's still obscuring the upper half, but it's precarious at this there point. You just become a little discombobulated. Really dirty. Yeah. You're gonna use that against us. Really? You're gonna use the designs of our masks against us. Really? Mm-hmm. I think this makes it more interesting. I'm never going to a masquerade party with you again. It keeps people from kissing to, other people. To be honest. I don't think the guard's paying much attention. I don't think the guard cares. <laughs> um, but, uh, at this point, I think um, if we need to leave Haymare, we probably should. Again, I don't think he cares about us at all. Um, I don't want to If just you can alert Neros to the situation. That Wait, what am I telling her? Well, that, uh, that we oh. have been found out, like they know. I don't think we have. Alward's very paranoid. Why, do, if why he, do you think that they found us? Alward, I mean Howard, I think you're I think you're a bit paranoid at this point. So I, I don't I think we've been found out. The library. Everyone was told to leave except for me. And then he entered and got attacked. Well, maybe they were just telling people because like you're not supposed to be in here. Who just sets maybe up? Maybe it's because he opened the books. I who, don't know. He who was does that? I'm going to kill you for opening up my book. He had his books the the books open. I, I would I have a feeling they were just... Did anybody have books open when you were in there? Yes. That shoots my theory down. 
the books that uh, I had opened were books that uh, were in concordance with the books that we found about Errolet. This is the most complete collection of his history that I have found. That we have found. That I have found, I guess. I don't know. Do you still have them? I didn't have time. I kind of got attacked. When Uver ran out of the room, the gargoyle was standing on those books. Mm. I mean, we could go back, but I wouldn't guarantee anyone's safety. I will leave it alone, but just be careful. Let's just mingle, stay together, but mingle. (laughs) And if we see anything that could potentially be a threat, we will leave. Sound good? I think it is wise that we be more on guard. You guys weren't on guard this whole time. More on guard. I'm. You should be talking to yourself. I mean, <laughs> I went into a library. I didn't know that they would have a creature of that sort guarding the books. I need to send a message to Nero. Yeah, you do that. I'm going to go back to what I was doing. I suppose we need a better way to stay in contact than him just messaging us. Do you have a better way? Not right now. No. Let's just stick together. Nero. I presume when this message is being sent that the kissage is still ongoing. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) It's a makeout session. I was going to say, they're just making out in the hallway. Leave them alone. Quit doing what you're doing and stick with us. Quit sucking face. I like to imagine that came in like two seconds after nothing changed. (laughs) Just ignoring you completely. Oh my gosh. We get a quick like shot that's like not from anybody's perspective of just looking down the hallway, which is now completely empty except for the two of you. This one person like walks in and then quickly just pivots and walks back out. (laughs) That guy's getting fired. (laughs) This guard is probably getting fired. Which is exactly why you should have thrown him into the room. No. Better to die than be fired. Spare him the the firing. (laughs) Firing squad. So we've got about twenty minutes. Um Where's Amir? That is something we don't know. We presumably because Neros is by the guard. He went that way. I messaged Neros again. Where's where's Amir? Oh my gosh. I make the most disgusting <laughs> noise <laughs> to just try to lock you out of it. Just <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure she can't reply right now. <laughs> If I catch her off guard, maybe she'll just be like, well, uh, uh. no, even like beyond that. Oh no, that would make it seem like she's like disgusted by him. Like even beyond that, let's say she stops making out with this guy and then just whispers back, he's upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that gives me an idea. Oh no. Oh. Not a bad idea, but it gives me an idea. Okay. Sorry, am I to understand that Zafir is standing in the middle of a party going, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one is noticing. Yeah. The guards have already figured 
that I, I I am a troublemaker, so they're probably like, oh, he's just being, mm-hmm. he's just being weird. So while this message from Zephyr is coming through, um, Neros will like back away for a moment, turn and get one of the drinks that she set down on the table, and just whisper, "He's upstairs. Leave me alone." <laughs> and she has a drink and then hands one of the drinks to the guard. Immediately, I turn around. He's upstairs. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, he immediately just left. I don't. I mean, to be honest, he is probably either caught in trouble or getting more information. But is it going to be the above? And, and, but the thing is, is that while Uver is saying this, you can kind of see he's trying to, like, make excuses and he doesn't quite believe them himself. You know he doesn't care about any of us. He is of a single mind. He is going to miss the announcement. That is true. And we... What I want to know is if we see and listen to the announcement, what of this oracle? Howard, Yes. you can leave if you really want to. No, then we wouldn't then we wouldn't get any information. Exactly, so we stay here. No, I'm just saying if it comes to us leaving, I don't think we should worry about Hamir. I mean, I'm not really worrying about him. I think he can take care of himself, so he'll probably meet up with us when he needs to. Okay. So here's the question. Before we three decide whether or not not we're going to leave Hamir behind, which I am not 100% agreeing on that, we do need to ask Neros if she's okay with that too. She is part of the party. I don't don't think she cares. She said leave her alone. But yeah. we also can't just leave her behind. But we're not going to leave her behind. Why would we leave her behind? Her words were leave me alone. If need be, we'll go I grab think. her and leave, and then Amir can figure himself out. Well, we need to at least warn her that if we do leave, we're leaving Amir behind. Do you want me to stab the guard? As you're no. discussing, there's this like ting, 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 ting noise. We talked for 20 minutes. It's dinner time. Don't stab the guard. The room goes quiet. And everybody looks to see a woman standing on the stairs, and she's like clinking a spoon against a glass. She is everybody. <laughs> well, everybody. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I should mention Gwib just like suddenly breaks off like from the kiss and like remembers where he is and what he's supposed to be doing. Okay. And he's like, oh, "Sorry, sorry. I got. I, I've got to. Uh, I'll. I'll be back." He hears a whisper in his ear. Good boy. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you. It's the same guard from before. He <laughs> just not shakes his head. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the grand staircase that's in the center of that main room is a woman who looks like she has elvish blood, though she's not fully elvish. And she's like clinging a spoon against the side of a glass. And she's like, attention, everyone. It is time for our announcement. What can I hear from my symbol? Is it the same thing? Yes. Okay. Please, everyone, a warm round of applause to welcome Mother. And everybody starts applauding. As coming down the stairs, being carried in a litter, is this elderly woman who's all skin and bones. And as she reaches, like, that middle flight where the stairs go up before it splits off and goes off to the left and off to the right, they kind of just stop there. 
and set the litter down, and the room just goes silent. And I follow suit. I stay silent. <laughs> <laughs> and the old woman is like, Welcome. Welcome, one and all. Arid sons alike. Sons and daughters of the true high king. The time for our arising and taking our rightful place is drawing nigh. You may have heard from your patriarchs about the progress that we have made, but tonight we have exceptionally good news. Bring out the head of the High King. And as she's saying that, another man wearing no mask comes down the stairs and is carrying the helmet that you all found in the cave at the beginning of the story. What's he look like? He looks like a young man with blonde hair. Young man. He's actually familiar to you all. You would know him as Sigmund Aridson. Sigi, I knew he was going to come back. Yeah. He throws up in his mouth a My little. My boy. After many years of searching, hoping, and preparation, the time for our ascension is nigh, as the final piece in the puzzle has been reclaimed by none other than our own Siggy Eridson. Screw that guy. The newest member to our inner circle and a promising young captain. There's like a ripple of applause and also kind of malcontent through the crowd. As you can tell that some people are just on board with this and others just clearly don't think that he deserves all of this laud and glory. Uver politely joins along. The time will soon come for us to rise up and take this land by force. And when it comes, I know that I can count on each one of you to do your duty to place the High King on the throne he deserves and thusly claim your place in a new order that will be ushered in. You will receive your reward for your dutiful service to the undying King Aerid. Remember, he watches over each one of us, and he knows who serves him faithfully. But for tonight, it is a time for feasting <coughs> and a time for celebration. So, be merry and rejoice. That is all. And the crowd erupts into applause once more. Zephyr throws up in his mouth again. I love being part of this family. (laughs) Those quiches were not quiches. And the two men lift the litter and begin carrying her back upstairs as the applause continues. Sun bolt. No, no, no. Jade like that. The woman with elvish blood kind of like glances across the room and then one by one makes eye contact with each one of you four. I close my eyes. Can't make eye contact if they're not open. Uh, Uver notices that that's a direct thing and very calmly just stares back. Kind of like a, 
Well, okay. It's time to feast. One by one, each of you here in the back of your mind, I would speak with you upstairs should you have the time. In the voice of that el- woman with elvish blood. Do I hear anything through my symbol? Or is it past time? You don't hear that in your symbol. Okay. Because it was in your mind. Well, I'm just wondering if she says anything out loud. Mind or like a message? Yeah, I was about to ask that. Like a message. Okay, so we saw like her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ooh, if, that, if that's the case, Uvera might actually have an answer. I have a question for her. One by one. Yeah, one by one. We'll start with Uver. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think that we will have to make the time, pretty lady. Oh my gosh, she's hitting on the help. Oh wait, she's, she's hitting the on the bad guy. <laughs> girl, bad girl. She's she does, hitting on the alchemist. She does not make response to Uver's remark. Neros. What floor? She does respond to that. Third floor. I would have liked to know that. <laughs> uh, Howard, he's like, I knew it. <laughs> they didn't believe me, but I knew it. They all said Howard was crazy. <laughs> so how do you expect us to get past these ropes? <laughs> <laughs> so as she's been messaging all of this, she's like slowly walking up the stairs following the old woman. And that that last message where she sends to Zephyr and he's like, how do you expect us to get through the ropes? She just like stops, looks over her shoulder and just smirks and then keeps going upstairs. I mean, I can obviously walk around them, but <laughs> I'm not supposed to. Zephyr just keeps Z- walking Z- into Z- them. I can imagine Zephyr just starts walking towards the staircase and I, Uber just grabs his shoulder and says, where are you going? Wait, you, you know that scene from Shrek where he's walking through the queue <laughs> yes. and he's just grabbing all of the ribbons as he walks forward? Uh, all those That's what I'm imagining with the one, <laughs> one tape thing. The, the, the embroidered rope? I'm just going to walk into it and... I mean, if you stop me, I guess. I, I was about to say, Uber, that was why I said, Uber is going to grab your shoulder and just go, where, where are you going? Upstairs. The staircase is over there. Wait, you heard it too? Yes, I heard it too. Okay, I probably should have like specified hour. that. I told you. It doesn't matter now, does I it? Not really. No. There's no getting out of this. I mean, no. we could leave. I'm prepared to die on this hill. Staircase. <laughs> where's the? Where's uh, Gibbs? Gibbs. 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 During that whole announcement, was just like standing at attention, trying to look completely composed and as the thing is ending Failing. he like just turns to Neros and is like I'm sorry my shift is over uh, I'll be out back <laughs> I think while the gods are changing shift we can just make our way upstairs someone won tonight <laughs> <laughs> it was Gwibs <laughs> Uh, but um, I, I think we can just make our way upstairs while no one's watching. I don't care if anyone's not watching. We'll just go upstairs. There's a back yeah. way. The back yeah. stairs? Yes. Grab near us. Let's go. Let's, yes. It is time. I am um, lost my appetite. Appetite? Appetite? Appetite. Heroes, follow us. Is that, was that a message? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how close you she are to us. She looks disappointed. <laughs> From where you are standing, follow us. Okay. And I guess we're going to go right next to you, because that's where the stairs are. 
Because I was going to go up the grand staircase. I but thought about it. Y'all don't want me to. I don't, I don't know that that's a good idea. Let's not bring attention yeah. from everyone in the room. I mean, considering like the grand health elf, grand health, the grand elf, grand elf, elf lady said to do it. Literally. I'm sure she that nobody didn't say would. verbally. Yeah, she just messaged us quietly. Okay. Okay. Let's not go after the creepy lady with the helmet that we thought was safe in the other town. Do you think that's the real helmet now that I think about it? Yes, that's a real helmet. How do you know? What if it's just a copy? I've looked at it I very closely. Before. But the plan, this this party <coughs> was planned before, before brain farted. Before they had the helmet? Yes, this Jim, party was planned do you mean the fact while that was, we had the helmet. You mean the fact that they were so desperately looking for the helmet because of this party? But they wouldn't have had the party if they didn't have the helmet. You exactly. Can, you can cancel a party. Yes, but not on this scale. Yes, you can. Have you ever hosted a party? No, but I've helped my uh It's just a cult family. Maybe the rules party. are different. And you didn't invite me. I didn't know you. That's true. I don't have any friends. This is a long staircase. As you're heading up the stairs, no. two guards come down. One of them male, one of them female. Ooh, I would like to use one of our preparation points. All right. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Uh, with the... I'm going to basically quick hand the forged documents and be like, we have a meeting set up with the thing. And like try to just get past them like that. Gotcha, gotcha. So you, you quick hand, you show them those documents. They kind of get a chance to look at them. It looks legit. You all seem very confident. So they're like, hey, you know, you know what you're doing. We were asked to be here. It's not lying. Sort of. We all, ha- we all look very serious. Except for you, who's wearing a tiny corset. (laughs) 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 That's very true. Um, Is Nero's with us? Yes. She's there. But she asks Gwibs to hang out just a smidge, and she'll meet him out there (laughs) after a little bit. I have some business, but... (laughs) But (laughs) stick around. (laughs) Just don't leave him hanging. <laughs> as the three, the four of you are getting towards the top of the stairs, same as happened with Hamir, you're hearing voices at the, like the top of the third floor stairs. They're moving the same couch. <laughs> <laughs> They're just moving it back and forth. They're like Pivot. video game NPCs with that. one program movement. Would you stop <laughs> dropping things? Pivot! <laughs> Pivot! As you pause and listen, it's several voices. There's a higher pitched voice and there's like a gruff voice. Somebody starts laughing. Another guy is just like, can we just get on with this? Does anybody know the name of that elf lady? No. No. I, I, I don't know. What I do. But you're not you're here. Not not here. Do any of the voices sound you're familiar? You're not here, Hamir. None of them sound particularly familiar until you hear, now let us call this meeting to order. And that's where we'll end this episode. Uh, <sighs> my brain's confused. Uh, Garbage. This is awesome. Now we got to wait till the 8th. All right, Abby, you got the hero point for this episode for the um, interesting story elements that your character has brought in recently. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful payoff. The very in character. What can I it say? It was great. Nine out of ten. Um, okay, so I chose rollback. Um, play after an attack or effect causes you to become grabbed or knocks you prone. Um, you roll backwards instead, landing on your feet, take a step away from the source of the attack, and you're no longer prone or grabbed. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Mm. All right. Thank you for um, 
for that, <laughs> I guess. And I am going to go bury my head in the sand like an ostrich. <laughs> and we'll see you all in the next episode. This has been an Atomic Broadcasting production. Pathfinder, Galarian, and the Lost Omens world setting are copyright of Paizo. More information at paizo.com. Music in the show is from Monument Studios' collection, as well as assorted artists with some original tracks composed by Jordy Hake. More details in the description. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to share with a friend, and we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. I'm going to... Crap. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. I'm going to crap my pants. Now is not the time. <laughs>